Welcome to Make It Happen episode number 31. Today in the Make It Happen studio, I'm joined by Marlene Rose Shaw. Marlene is a therapist as well as being a self-published author. Marlene helps people to gain confidence and learn how to be more assertive, especially in relationships with partners, friends and family. She works with individuals and with couples. Hello, Marlene. Hello. Hi, Ali. Hi. How, how are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm pretty good. Yes, considering everything that's going on, I'm keeping positive. Yeah, so as Marlene and I were just saying, we are just recording this as both Portugal, where Marlene is now, and I in Spain are on lockdown. So we were just comparing notes offline. So and Marlene, I'm sure that your particular um, services that you offer to people are actually very important at the moment. So tell us what they are. Yes, um, well, I help people with... Um, Overcoming anxiety is the first thing I'm going to say, although it's not normally top of my list, but at the moment I think it's very relevant. Um, and my main focus is helping people with confidence and being more assertive, and, and particularly in relationships um, in, with their spouse, with their friends and family, and um, just helping people to, to speak their truth, really, yeah. and, and to be able to, um, to feel more confident in themselves. Okay, good. So we'll, a bit later on in the interview, we'll actually talk about how you'll some top tips probably, because I think a lot of people are with spouses or children that they're not used yeah. to having around all the time and they're shut in a maybe a confined space. So maybe we'll, we'll cover that a bit later. So Marlene, your personal story, where, tell us where you're from and a bit about your journey. Yes, so originally I'm from the UK. I was brought up in the UK. I travelled a lot in my youth and um, I don't know, I always felt like I was more of a citizen of planet Earth than just being a, a, a British person as such. So I always wanted to, to travel more and to live abroad. I always wanted to live in sun particularly. And um, I used to come to Spain a lot at one point in my life with friends and I decided that it would be a good, good place to come. And then I discovered you in Costa Women and it was so very helpful because it gave me, um, I like to think of it as a bridge, you know, to walk from the yeah. UK, you know, being taken care of. So it gave me that and you as the guide on the bridge saying, come, come with me, I'll, I'll take care of you. And that's very much what Costa Women feels like. And I know for a lot of women. So it really made a big difference for me relocating, um, being able to, to go to Spain and, and have Costa Women there. Good. Thank you, for, thank you for saying that. So how did your business start what what did you have a specific experience that led you to to become a therapist or how did you get into it yeah um well i didn't have a very easy start in life and um, a lot of issues with family and and um, impacting my confidence and and sense of of being able to have a happy life or a successful life and um but you know the carl jung the um the, the therapist, he said that all therapists or many therapists are wounded healers. And it's, it's quite true that many of us, we, you know, we might not have had a good start in life, but it 
kind of made us interested in psychology and how people work and how relationships work. So we kind of wanted to find out more and, and um, overcome difficulties and then help other people do the same. So I think in a way I was destined to become a, a psychologist and a therapist. Um, so I didn't do too well at school. Um, life was a little bit fraught in the teen years, but I went on then to further education when I was in my late twenties and I ended up going to, um, University of Sussex and took a degree in applied psychology. And while I was there, I realized that I loved all the therapy courses, anything at all to do with relationships and, and how people work in relationships. I was drawn to those extra courses. So um, after Sussex, I went on, I trained to be a counselor, and then I took uh, a number of postgraduate courses after that in um, therapeutic models. And, Going to be a couples counsellor and and so it's just been step by step all the way through and do you have a um, a business role model and if so why i do have a business role model i have a, lots of business role models you're one of them um i i listen to loads of podcasts i i, I feel like i've got a degree in business over the last few years purely from listening to podcasts you, le you learn so much don't you from listening to podcasts and I think it's called a podcastology yes <laughs> that's great yeah I'll add that to my list then um yeah I listen to lots of different lots of different people but I'd, I'd say my my favorite person is Natalie Sisson because I feel that we we have we're aligned and we, we have a lot in common we both have this sort of gentle nudge that we like to give people um quite accepting of people not telling people what they should be doing but at the same time once once we know people are comfortable we'll make sure they've got the tools and that they do the work yeah you know because I think that it's one thing uh, having somebody offload an issue and being there for them and completely accepting them but then something has to happen to to, to make change yeah, so yeah yeah so i feel that she and i both do that okay yeah no i love natalie Sesson, and she um she's a very generous woman as well if you send her a connection request she'll connect with you and um yeah no she's she's really good good person yeah you've written a book kind how kind people get tough well you've written a few books but this is your latest book yes what would we find in the pages so I wrote How Kind People Get Tough because um, so many of my clients over the years have, have said, I really want to be more assertive, but I don't want to be unkind. And I don't want to come across as mean and I don't want to cause conflict with people. And I, I want to set better boundaries and I want to say no, but then I don't want to upset people. And, and so they they never really move forward in their life. They go round and round in circles having the same problems in their relationships because um, nothing ever changes. They just sort of, they don't want to rock the boat. So they say, oh yes, okay dear, or, or whatever. And they keep, keep you know, agreeing to things or, or giving their kids money or whatever it happens to be or putting up with their grumpy friends or, or whatever and so they you know they tell inevitably at some point a client will say to me I wish I could be a bit more assertive 
and I just don't know how to do it. And, and there's so many different issues that come up. And actually, you know, struggling to be assertive is a human condition. And a lot of people don't realize that. They think that, you know, some people are really assertive and some people aren't. And, and they kind of tell themselves off and say, I wish I'd said that when that happened. I, why didn't I say this? And they don't realize that actually it, it, there are some fundamental reasons that human beings struggle to, to be assertive. And I've written about those in the book. So a lot of it is to do with our conditioning. You know, we're, we're sort of um, tribal creatures. You know, originally we lived in groups and we don't want to risk being cast out of the tribe and, and, and being, having no shelter and no food and, and so forth. We don't want to risk, you know, conflict. So we're kind of um, programmed in yeah. a way to, and then as children, we, we're conditioned to say yes and be good because at a very deep level, you know, those big people, as I call them, they're our caregivers. So we, we don't want to, we don't want to risk not being cared and not being loved for. So there's some very deep, deep reasons that everybody struggles with being assertive. And then there's you know, overwhelming emotions and then confusion, lack of communication skills, lots and lots of reasons. I think a lot of people confuse um, assertiveness with aggressiveness. So they yeah. think if they become assertive, they'll become aggressive. Yes, yeah, that's very common. And one thing I talk about in the book is that once we understand what assertiveness really means, it's actually really, it's a really kind, nice thing to do. But people think of assertiveness as power and power struggles. And they think, well, somebody put me down. So now I've got to raise myself above them and put them down to make me feel better. And actually true assertiveness isn't about power, it's about empowerment. It's about everybody having a good outcome and, and having a win-win situation for everybody. And so it's about, I talk about um, misguided kindness and conscious kindness. So when we practice misguided kindness, we're kind of not rocking the boat and we're trying to keep the peace and we're people pleasing and, and it's all right in the moment. But when we practice conscious kindness, we're thinking about what's the best outcome for everybody here. And even if I do have to rock the boat a little bit and say no to this person, is it actually going to empower them in the long run to be more confident and to be a bit more resilient? And is it going to help our relationship if we're authentic and um, more grown up with each other, basically? Yeah. Yeah. So once we get that, once we understand what real assertiveness is about, we can see that actually kind people can be tough because true assertiveness is being kind. It's being consciously kind. For people that are um, currently stuck at home with um, friends and or with family and children and it's quite a confined space, what would be your top tips? Because I know the book is very much a practical hands-on guide and you share really nice how-to, um, it's got how-to chapters in there and, and little bits that you, um, like snippets that you can really hook into and exercises to do. So what would be some top tips from you for, for people that are currently locked down in their homes? 
Well, I would say that um, the first thing that comes to mind is to really be very accepting of other people and yourself and maybe even sit down with each other or as a group if you're a family and say, look, let's just agree before we get cross with each other that we're going to try and be a bit tolerant of each other because this is a difficult situation. You know, conscious kindness is all about intentional living. It's all about saying something before it happens and saying, let's set some boundaries around this or let's have a, make a little contract between us about how we want to be in this situation. And that applies very much at the moment, I think. So if people can actually say, um, you know, I always say that it's about not um, waiting for somebody to let you down and then telling them that you didn't like that. It's about being very clear on what you want first. So, you know, the best thing I think that people can do is sit down and say, let's set some guidelines about how we're going to be. If you get a bit grumpy, I'll ignore you for the first five times and then I'll say, hey, (laughs) or something like that. You know, we can bring a lot of humor into this and a lot of love into this. Um, I think the other thing is to speak kindly to your inner child. And that's something that I, you know, I say across the board. You know, we all have a, a little girl or, or for men, a little boy inside us. So, um, that It's that child that feels the fear and the anxiety and the worry. And, and So if you go around beating it up and saying, you shouldn't have done that, or you shouldn't have thought that, or, you know, aren't you rubbish, or look what you've done again. Well, no child is going to thrive in that sort of situation. So when, And we all do it. So when we catch ourselves doing it, It's not about pushing it away because we can't push away a thought that pops in. But what we can do is we can notice it and then follow that up with actually you're doing okay. You know, you're fine. You're human. You made a mistake. Life's scary at the moment. It's all right that you feel scared and anxious and angry and confused and everything that you feel because that's just how life is. And, and don't try to resist those feelings. Just talk about them with, with other people. And, and just in the same way you might talk to your children, if you had small children, talk to yourself like that. Yeah, I think that's great advice because at the moment, I think we are all beating ourselves up a bit and um, you know, we should be doing certain things, but maybe yeah. we shouldn't be doing them at all and should be giving ourselves some space. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we should, we should be able to cope with this yeah and actually it's all fine you know we're fine we just yeah. need to connect and support each other and and remind each other of that and um i think another big thing is to recognize that the way forward is in small steps you know we we're, we're particularly those of us who are quite entrepreneurial we're inclined to say right i've got this goal and i'm going to get there and actually it's all about if we want to change how we are with people and how we are with ourselves we need to do that in in very small steps so that we just practice a little bit every day so if you're if you're in lockdown with your partner and you have a row and it's very stressful the next day or the, you know, the next hour or whenever it is. It's not about, now we've got to resolve this completely. It's about, let's just say, well, you know, how, how can we just sort of change this a little bit? 
how can, how can we be a little bit kinder to to ourselves and to each other and how can we move forward and how can you know i have a thing about you know if you want to say no to people you don't have to say absolutely no not you can just say no in small ways and just get used to being different around people yeah really good tips there did you read any books recently that have made a difference to your life and why um last year because i've just moved recently i haven't been doing much reading but last year i revisited um my my lovely wayne dyer um our lovely wayne dyer and i revisited wishes fulfilled particularly because i found i find sometimes it's easy to go off on a i have to create this thing out of nowhere and actually what we have to do is remember it's already there and we just have to align with it and particularly when i was when i was writing how kind people i actually um i took some advice that wayne used to say to writers and I created a, a mock cover and wrapped it around one of my books and put it on the shelf in front of me. Okay. So it was there manifest already. Yeah. Um, and that, that's a nice tip for people that are thinking about writing a book or they've just started to write a book. That's a really nice tip. Yeah. And it's always great to go back and, and revisit his, his books because he, he very much reminds you that th these things are there already. We just have to align with them. Yeah, yeah. And actually, now that we're talking about that, I guess that would be really useful for what's going on at the moment. We need to also, in this lockdown situation with each other, is maybe be a bit more positive and, and think about the future and, and talk about the things that we're going to do in the future so they, they manifest for us. Because we get what we think about. Yeah. So if we're all sitting here around saying it's doom and gloom, yeah. Uh, we'll feel doom and gloom if we talk about well when this is all over and perhaps we might not have as much money as we would like but we'll save up and then we'll go on holiday or or whatever it is yeah so yeah no good superpower what is it woman um oh i don't know i don't know if i've got any superpowers i think my biggest superpower in recent years has been learning to take my superwoman cape off <laughs> because <laughs> I, I used to be you know my first book is called out of fear into love life doesn't have to be a struggle because i used to be a real struggler like i was addicted to struggle you know i was addicted to life being hard and i had to prove myself um so i guess my superpower is is that and and i guess maybe it's what i was saying earlier as well um I, I think I'm told by people that I'm very good at putting people at their ease and making them feel totally accepted, but at the same time, making sure they do what they need to do to make changes in their life. Yeah, yeah, I think those are definitely superpowers. And you've learned from one, and now you're showing another one, so that's amazing. Something that you'll achieve in 2020, because we're looking to the future now, so it's we are looking positive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, something I've been thinking about for a while is um, getting together some type of online program or membership type program around the concepts in the book. So it's all about, as I said, understanding what assertiveness really means, but then putting it into practice. So taking those how to chapters I've got, like how to say no, 
how to say I'm angry in healthy ways, um, how to stop people pleasing, which is a big one. And actually having some sort of program online where people can come together because the book has um, a companion online course with lots of worksheets that people can use that they can put it into practice in their own life. And it's got an intentional life plan where people can plan out how they want to, to be in their relationships. And that's, that's really great. I think the membership will take it even further because I'll be bringing people together in a forum type situation so people could connect and support each other and have little challenges and I'm thinking about maybe having some workshops on zoom where people can come together and we can maybe look at different ways of communication skills and doing different things like that yeah yeah I think we're going to be living in a much more online but connected world so yeah. even though it's all online it's going to be much more connected than it has before yeah yeah. What would be your advice to the younger Marlene? Oh, gosh. Darling, you're so lovely. Don't worry about anything. I actually do matrix re-imprinting uh, therapy, which is where we do go and visit our younger selves, or, or I, you know, I help my client go and visit their younger selves. So I'm quite used to that sort of way of thinking. Um, yeah, I'd say to her, you've got nothing to worry about. You're awesome. And don't take any notice of anything that people with people put you down it's not about you it's about them and they're just their fears so don't take on board other people's fears and just take things step by step and um you know just you're, you're doing just great you're fine yeah that's what i tell her that's another great tip for people at the moment not yeah. to take on other people's fears because i think with the media they really are ramping people's fears up yeah um so yeah. that's good advice as well for the moment I've decided to put some tips up online every day um, in some format to help people with, with this situation. So one of those is boundary the time that you spend on media. So if you need to keep informed, of course, but set a boundary around that, say an hour a day or whatever it is, and, and don't go beyond that so that people aren't getting this constant um, negativity into the subconscious. So. Yeah. So how can people find out find your tips and also find out more about the book? Um, the best way is to go to howkindpeople.com. So it's just howkindpeople.com. And I've actually got a, a little giveaway on there. I've got a, a short mini course on um, getting better at saying no. I've got some really good tips on saying no. So when you get to that website, howkindpeople.com, you'll see that there. So um, it's just a, um, a little email course with a few tips each day and then a couple of bonuses in there as well. And if people buy the book, there's a whole load of online stuff as well that comes with that. So they can take everything that's in the book and then fill out templates and, and worksheets of how they're going to apply that to their own particular relationships. So they're all set up then. So next time something comes up in life, they've, they're all rehearsed and ready and they know what, what they want to say. So you can give them a toolkit. Yeah. Your book's available on Amazon, is it? It's available on Amazon and um, Barnes and & Noble and Kobo okay. at the moment. Yeah. And um, they can find it also, a link on howkindpeople.com? There's a link book. on howkindpeople, yeah. And, and that's your... a, sorry, sorry, that's a universal link, so that will go right. to whichever Amazon you happen to be. Oh, okay, perfect. 
and then your daily tips that you're giving people for the current yeah. situation where would that where would we find those just click on weekly tips because i send out weekly tips anyway i've been doing that for over a year now i made a commitment that i was going to do that and i've stuck to it and each week people email me and say oh i love your tips they're so helpful so um, if you go to howkindpeople.com, you'll see get your weekly tips as well. You'll see that on the menu and you can just click on that. Perfect. And that will lead you through to these current tips as well. Yeah. So, amazing. Good. Well, thank you, Marlene, for joining me in the Make It Happen studio today. It's been very useful, um, not just for the situation we're in at the moment, but I think going forward for people too, to get some new life skills around confidence. So... Mm -hmm. Hope to see you again in person very soon. Yes. Thank you, Annie. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this interview. If you're a woman who's living in Spain or a woman who's thinking about moving to Spain, come and join us at costawomen.com. It's completely free to join. Please also come and follow us on YouTube or listen to our recordings via Spotify. Just look for Costa Women Make It Happen.